Good morning. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. The time is exactly 8.01 in Chicago. Phone number 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of William Cathedral, co-hosting Mark Teresi, assistant to the rector, happens to be me at the Cathedral for Planned Development. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Great weekend. Beautiful drive-in today again. Boy, that light traffic. Light traffic. Beautiful morning, cool. It's uh, like a, it's like a September morning. Yeah, it's we not had like August. Bir- we had a a birthday celebration. Uh, at, you know, safe distance, six people, and uh, whose birthday? My sister's friend and our neighbor upstairs. So, but we distanced. And what was interesting was we met early, like two thirty and four o'clock, as we were. Uh, the heavens opened up. It's, yeah, it started it's perfect. To perfect now you have timing. a birthday coming up. I have a birthday coming next week. Up. Uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. How old are you going to be now? I'm going to be <laughs> younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I like that. that. Was a good answer. You must have done radio before. I think so. Tremendous program lined up this morning. Joellen Cicerelli, the president and publisher of Laola Press a Jesuit ministry located here in Chicago, joins us to talk about Wanderlight, a groundbreaking Catholic video game. It's very interesting, mm-hmm. a video game. More generally, uh, Joellen can discuss the expansion of virtual tools in Catholic education, the unusual upcoming school year, to say the least. Joellen, welcome to the program this morning. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks so much for having me. Can you hear me okay? Loud Perfect. and clear. Can we Perfect. also talk about maybe Pac-Man? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the I first. Was, uh, you weren't even probably born. No, I don't think I was. <laughs> I was, uh, I was I, the first game I remember a video game was called Pac-Man, and um, that's going back to the mm-hmm. eight, late eighties, I think. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, it, uh, you are the president and publisher of Loyola Press. How long have you been the president and publisher, Joellen? Oh, around three years. But I've been with Loyola for um, about twelve years. Uh, before that, I was director of curricula development and then um, vice president of product development. So kind of moved my way along. Loyola Press is tremendous, you know, phenomenal publications. And they've been around for how many years? Any idea? Yes. We're, we uh, predate, actually, the Midwest province of the Society of Jesus. So we've been um, at that same location on Ashland since, 1912, I believe. Okay, around so. the time Mark was born. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> 19, 108 years ago. So, well, tell us now about Wonder Light, a groundbreaking Catholic video game. That sounds fascinating. Sure. So, a lot has happened in 100 years. <laughs> That's uh, right. <laughs> I like that. So um, Wanderlight is what we call um, an unapologetic Catholic video game. Um, it's an immersive single-player game. It's rated E for everyone. Uh, the player takes on the role of the pilgrim. Um, for people who know St. Ignatius of Loyola, um, he called himself the pilgrim in his autobiography. So we, there, there's a little homage to St. Ignatius there. And the pilgrim goes on a journey, on a pilgrimage through a beautiful world and embarks on quests that lead the player to learn more about the faith and then practice being a disciple of Christ. Now, how do you um, envision—oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, how do you envision marketing this 
product? Is it so, going to be just schools, individuals? We created two versions of the game. Um, one version is a school and parish version where each classroom would receive a different level. And there's an, ed- an educator dashboard and admin built in the back mm. end. So um, teachers and catechists can see which class the kids have finished, which prayers they favorited, which saints they've met. Um, when you meet a saint, um, you, as a player, you go back to your tablet and a miraculous medal will show up on this board of the saint with biographical information about the saint. Um, you meet all sorts of folks, um, St. Catherine Drexel, St. Martin de Porres, Moses, and they help you in your quest. St. Francis of CC sends you off to go reunite some puppies with their mom. Um, oh. It's all, all sorts of fun. So if you were using it in a classroom, you could potentially do guided instruction where you ask the kids to complete a certain number of quests, and then you come back to class and, and discuss it via Zoom or in person. Now, Joel, have, are there different levels, like, for example, a grammar school level, a high school level, a college level, an adult level? So there are seven levels in the game, A through A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Um, and so you can assign levels based on the grade level. It. You don't have to be a reader to play the game. It's all voiced over so young kids can play. But I, if I were using the school or parish version, I would assign a level to, to each different grade, for example, through seven grades. Um, the, the individual at home version of it is available on the Google and um, Apple App Store. Once you get it there, you can log in from any computer or tablet. But that has all seven levels that unlock as you progress through the game. And you can replay as many times as you want. So, um, so our little granddaughters, um, Lydia's five, the twins are three. We go over there and they pull out their iPads and they're like natural at it. You know, is there a, so for their mom, is there a way for them, for her to get this? And would it appeal to someone like kindergarten age, preschool? I mean, they seem to be so adept at this stuff. They are. You know, it's sort of like if you look at games like Super Mario Brothers or Legends of Zelda, really little ones like to play it and older people like to play it, too. So this is a game really that little ones can play because they don't need to read. So basically what they would do is they would go to the an app store, Apple or Google. Um, They would uh, get the app. It's Two ninety nine a month. We tried to make it really affordable um, because, really, families are stretched these days. So absolutely, um, it's by it's just by month. And um, you once you purchase it there, you can literally log in from any tablet, your your iPad, um, your Android tablet, or from a computer. So, so once you get it there, you can get. Kind of log on from. Okay, anywhere. so for an Apple illiterate grandparent who wants to get this for their grandkids, <laughs> could you go through a step? Could you go through a step at a time? So, so <laughs> you when you go for the app, you do you look for Wanderlight? Or you look for, yes, Wanderlight colon a Pilgrim's Adventure. Say it again, the Um Wanderlight colon a Pilgrim's Adventure. And then and you, it it launches August seventeen, 
So if you go on the Apple App Store or the Google App Store, and you can get that from your computer right, even right. or from your phone. Now, can, um, I, can I send it to them, or do I have it on mine and bring my little iPad with and play it with them? Well, they could. Once and bring you some cookies, it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once you purchase it and you have a login name and a password, then you can just give them the login Perfect. name and password, and they're they're off to the races. Perfect. It's just, you know, amazing, me, that uh, we talked about when I said before in the beginning about Pac-Man, which was, I think, in the late 80s, which kind of started this whole thing of video games, mm-hmm. which is a craze that, of course, with my being 67, I grew up in grammar school and high school, the notebook, pen, pencil, whatever. And so, this, see, I'm a semi-computer moron, and I'm happy. And so <laughs> I don't get all this stuff, but for these children... This is like breathing to them. This is just so part of who they are that they can get these games and open them up. And uh, and I think it's tremendous that Level of Press has now moved into this area beside books and videos, but somehow moving from the print to video games because, honest to God, you talk to young kids. They are, in fact, the problem is I think they spend too much time Sometimes, doing no. videos with these right. different games. And we were desperately trying to find something that was the antithesis of, of regular video games that you see so often today. So we love that the game teaches love, not hate, that the avatars look peaceful and not a warrior, that help comes from the Holy Spirit. You have a little dove that hovers over your shoulder that kind of guides you along your way. Oh, nice. And if grandparents, um, if grandparents really want to pass down the faith, they have to do it with tools that the young people, their, their grandkids are going to understand. Meet them where they are. Even mm-hmm. our, our newest textbook series, all of our textbooks now are digital and print, but we've built into our new textbook series QR codes. So even if you're on a physical print page, you could hover your um, phone over the QR code on the student book page and a puzzle might pop up, scripture audio might pop up, a video might pop up. So we've even tried to infuse multimedia um, in everything we're doing now. That's Um, smart, very smart. I think it's just relating to where our world is at because in terms of uh, video and technology, this is is where it's at. This is is the, uh, for our young people, and see the older generations... Are, are learning this slowly, but for you know, when you hear about the, the learning techniques of young people, now you mentioned an interesting point, um, Joellen, with this upcoming school year, no one really knows for sure absolutely if the doors are going to open. We say yes, but it's a, almost a day-by-day challenge to say, will they open up come end of August or early September? And nobody really knows. No, and we have to cover these parents, frankly, who are at home um, potentially having to educate their kids or at least guide them again. And that's why this video game for me is so great because it is kids can do it independently but then parents can even review the quest um, and come back and have deep, meaningful, rich conversations and parents can get catechized at the same time. How long has Wonderlight been out? I know it's brand new. It's brand new. It's been a dream for about a decade, and we've really? been working on it for in earnest for 
over two years. Um, and so it, it launches August 17. Okay. So we're, we're like right here and right pre-launch. So I'm super excited about it, but we've been working on it forever. So it's actually <laughs> it been a dream like, of Lola Press for about a decade in the last two years, really working hard at this and to launch now in two weeks from now. Yeah. That's you know, amazing. we were trying to figure out how can you help kids not only learn about the faith, but deepen their prayer life. Um, so we've created for every player a prayer tent that you can kind of retreat to um, and learn traditional prayers or be guided through an examine. Um, and we thought, can we can we use modern technology to help kids have a connection with the divine? Can we do it? You know, it, just, and, it just amazes me, Joellen, somebody just said that. You look at the games that are out there, about killing, about how many people you can shoot, uh, the violence, it is unbelievable. So really this is an answer in a different direction. It doesn't have to always be about violence and killing. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not preachy. We, it has to be fun. I yes. said, it cannot, we can't, we can't quote unquote teach them. We have to draw them in. St. Ignatius said, go in their door and take them out yours. And so, what's their door? They're digital native. Well, what do they want? They want to they they want to learn, but the, but they want to learn in the way that they learn, which is experiential. Um, this game is filled with choices. If you make a good choice, your lantern, your pilgrim's lantern grows brighter. And if you make a bad choice, it will flicker or <laughs> dim. Yeah. So you you're trying to get a clue. <laughs> how you're doing in the game. Now, Joe we're going to take a little break, but what you just said, when we come back, I'd like you to discuss further. In terms of Loyola Press, first of all, Loyola Press, the name probably has to be changed because you're not just press. You're moving in right. other directions. But I would like to, for you to talk to us a little bit about how the pandemic has affected your business of Loyola oh, Press and how, what, what St. Ignatius do at this point in terms of if this is a vehicle that he would use, what would he be doing? So we're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Treacy, we're talking with Joellen Cicerelli, and we'll be <laughs> back in a few minutes. It has been inspiring to see how individuals, families, and communities have found ways to help one another throughout 2020. At Catholic Charities, we usually have 35 to 40 events a year where we gather and enjoy time together in support of important programs and services while raising critical funds that allow us to respond to the growing number of people who are in need of the most basic necessities in life. Many of our events are now virtual. If you would like to be a sponsor for one of these events, please call 312-948-6864. That's 312-948-6864. Also, visit us at catholiccharities.net slash events and follow us on social media too. We so look forward to when we can resume our events in person and reconnect with our friends and partners throughout Chicagoland. For now, please consider donating to Catholic Charities so our vital work can continue. Thousands of people in Chicago count on Catholic Charities every day. Please help us help them today. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. 
we invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about the outreach efforts underway by the Catholic Church to help people in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll show you how online masses have become a common way of worship, and we'll give you a sampling of how teachers and students in Catholic schools are being creative and productive during the health crisis. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. We're back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial. 312-255-8408. We're speaking with Joellen. Is that right? Ticcerelli? How do you say How do you say your last name? If, if we were in Italy, it would be Ticcerelli. Ticcerelli. Um, my husband's family pronounced it Cicerelli. So, Cicerelli. Uh, okay. There was a yeah. great hockey player, Dino Cicerelli. Yeah. And Chicago yeah. Blackhawk fans hated him. Right. <laughs> he was a, he was a, it's a fact. Exactly. I was going to say with the Red Wings and Minnesota, tremendous right. player. He was, he was an agitator, but a, he was. Mm-hmm. His goal was to agitate the opposition. Really? He was a tough mm-hmm. player. Uh, I remember the name Dino Cicerelli. And it, uh, so not that I follow sports or anything. Say, a little, a little sidebar. Now let it, me transition to the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joellen, nice, nice segue. <laughs> Thank you. How, how is your, how is Loyola Press? How has that business changed in your mind? With the, it sounds like you are, you're ripe for meeting some new needs out there. Right. So when you mentioned the pandemic, you know, I think for us, there there were two key things that that occurred for Loyola Press. Um, One was um, moving 75 employees to a remote workplace. Oh, wow. Um, So that was sort of the first issue. Um, We kind of saw a tsunami coming in February. So we we um, made sure that everyone had everything they needed to move home when either the governor or the mayor asked. So we were able to transition and really be up and running kind of without a hitch because we had prepared in advance. But the second thing that happened was the moment we kind of started to work from home, which was Monday, March, what was it, 16th? It would be exactly 16th. Yeah. 
we said, how do we help the customers? So, and non-customers. So we have digital textbooks that are on an annual license. So they they expire in, in June, you know, and, and then people re-up them for the next school year. I told my staff that we needed to provide free digital textbooks for anyone who asked, customer or non-customer, starting that week in March through June. In two weeks, we had given away 75,000 textbook licenses. That's Uh, amazing. It's wonderful. In two weeks? In two weeks. Wow. We also, and and my team didn't stop building the things they were building. I mean, everybody's been working overtime. We also developed um, a COVID-19 lesson that was sort of where faith and science meet. Um, to help kids understand the importance of good hygiene and um, taking care of themselves. And it was inspired by a new child safety program we have called Growing With God. So we um, quickly made a lesson um, for the coronavirus and COVID-19 um, and prevention, really, and health prevention. And um, we got that out as fast as we could. That took a couple of weeks to get right, um, but within 48 hours, that was downloaded over 15,000 times all the way to Kuala Lumpur. We had people downloading the lesson from across the world. So we, we immediately tried to pivot to serve people. We are fortunate that we were developing this video game. I, I was talking to a friend who's in ed tech, and he said, you know, Joellen, the, the best day would have been to launch that game on March 13, but the second best day, you know, will be in August. And I said, I know, mm-hmm. we're moving as fast as we can um, because I think people it was, It's just it. amazing, Joellen, how our world has been turned upside down. If you would have told me back when we closed around March 15th, you know, if you would have said we've been closed for Holy Week, for Easter, I never would have believed you. And here it is, early August. Now, things have opened, but it's so tense and so tentative because we keep looking at the numbers going up and i think people have to realize this pandemic this virus is not going away no and that's the part that i think is i think as someone said to me if we knew an end date labor day october 15th november 30th okay you wait for the date it's done over but this the finish line keeps changing and it keeps Uh getting pushed out and I think we have to realize this is truly a new normal. And we, so what does that mean? We're kind of doing as we go along with the changes. And you have to be, you have to be adaptable. Our son and his wife are expecting in November. All of a sudden in September, my wife is planning a virtual shower where there's drive-by. She's assigned different times for people. There's safe distancing. There's a little goodbye package uh, for people. And because it's a different world, but you still want to celebrate those life moments that, you know, as, you, as I think about that, too, um, there are so many individuals that probably would jump at Loyola Press resources in terms of this time to be able to read different things that are inspiring. You've talked a lot about schools. How do individuals find you and, and get a good, solid, like, do you do catalogs, reading lists, online catalogs? Yeah. So we have a trade division as well that serves individual seekers, adults. So, and 
one of the things I'm so happy about that we've recently been able to do is we literally now can serve you serve people from the time they are born. We just came out with a new baptismal prep program called Springs of Faith, and it actually has like a baby and me jamboree class with it. Oh, um, that's cute. So we can catechize from birth all the way. So if if you simply go to LoyolaPress.com. So okay, LoyolaPress.com. Dot com. What about something for and, a phone number? Um, sure. So a phone number. Let's see. I know that's an, that's an, that's an archaic question. Yeah, that's a non-computer guy question. And also, <laughs> I've got the rotate the, the the rotor. What is it called? The rotor. The rotary phone? dial. The rotary dial. Phone. <laughs> Sarah picks up the phone and connects his calls. <laughs> <laughs> may, so, I help, may I help you? <laughs> love it. So let me tell you, customer service phone number is eight hundred six two one. That number once again, Sarah? (laughs) 800-621-1008. Can Father Greg send his order via carrier pigeon? (laughs) You know what? I'll hand deliver it, Father. I promise. With a mask on and gloves, and I will leave it six feet away. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, it's interesting you said something earlier, Joelle, and that is how Loyola Press is being proactive regarding the pandemic. And so we could sit here and be reactive and try to fight it, but it's fascinating how the, what you and Lola Press are being proactive in reaching out to people, just like the Catholic Church. In, once the doors closed, we had to be proactive and through technology reach people in their home. Since they're not coming, you're doing the same thing. Right. How- right. On September 1, we're launching our very first digital catalog that features mm. digital-only products. So all of our ebooks, all of our audio books, all of our digital textbooks, our music, our, our, our media, our films. So that is launching. You know, we have a ton of it. We were just wrapping it around print programs because that's how people were using things. But the world has changed, so we yeah. had to change with it. So we're, we're putting that out September 1. That'd be great. I have a serious question, but before that, could you send that digital catalog to G. Sackowitz at <laughs> holynamecathedral.org so he can access it? But my serious question is, um, it's a very unique job that you have, a responsibility. It's a ministry. How has St. Ignatius inspired you during this time? Oh, wow. So a few things come to mind for me. Um, number one is is the... Um, the idea of magis, the idea of more. What can we do for the greater glory of God right now in these times? Um, so that inspires me. Um, another thing that inspires me is that he went out into the piazza. You know, he went out to the people. He didn't pull back. And I feel like people right now really need a sense of um, stability and calm and a place where they can find solace and potentially joy. Like, where are the moments of grace in all of this madness? And so if we can provide that for people, um, then I want to do that. I think you've really hit on it, Joel, where our nation right now, our world, is under such tension, anger, stress, uh, bitterness, and you know, I used to have people, this has really changed people's lives. 
And we need to learn from Ignatius of Loyola about that peace, about that trust. And that I always tell people, God is with us and God will see us through. And so we have to be able to trust in the Lord like Ignatius who knew hard times. Yes. And so we need to bring the segment to a close, Joel. And again, one more time, the um, the website they can go to learn more about Loyola Press. Sure. It's uh, LoyolaPress.com. Um, if you want to learn more about the game, it's mm-hmm. WanderlightGame.com. Excellent. And, it's, and uh, go ahead. customer service is 800-621-1008. Very good. I want to thank in a very special way Joellen Cicerelli, the president and publisher of Loyola Press, for joining us. Joellen, you've been doing a fantastic job. God bless you and the entire Loyola Press. It fascinates me. The building's been there since 1912. That's 108 years, and all that that building has seen change, yes, yes. and that neighborhood has been amazing. So God bless you. Stay healthy. You are listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM, 312-255-8408. The time is coming up on 830. Father Greg Sackwitz and Mark Treacy will be, stay with us, and do not touch that dial. <laughs> 